Yeah. Sometimes we laugh and sometimes we cry, but I guess you know now. Baby. I took a half and she took the whole thing and slow down. Baby. We took a trip, now we on your block and it's like a ghost town. I can make it work. Baby. He was off. Where did these niggas be at when they said they doing all this and all that? Tired of beefing you bombs. Sorry, Drake. Oh my god. This guy messed up. I said baby and you said uh, uh. <laughs> Welcome everybody to uh Bread or So Whatever it is. Uh I've been losing track, but we still on season two with it. I have two guests with me today with their own mics. Yeah, yeah. So this is the first episode that we're using. With three mics in one episode. Yeah, Look at yes that. Sir. Now, I got to ask, who the hell are y'all? You go first. All right. Well, it's your boy Trey, you know, your neighborhood electrical engineer. Shout out to Norman. Last season. Passing my guy to my man, Zay. Zay Way. My name is Out The Way Zay. Formerly known as Playboy Zay from the A. Or Zay from the A on occasions. But... I'm not gonna tell you my real name. You already did. You've been on the show before. I was the fakest laugh in the world. It ain't given yet. So I see Rico. Oh man! Reference to last night. We were rapping in the car. Yeah. We were talking about giving someone a Rico case, and it's not YSL. Um we're going to get started. We're going to talk about streaming, uh, the life of streaming, the evolution of streaming, uh, and how we're going to get it started. We're going to have everybody here answer one quick question. What is your favorite streaming service? We're going to start with Zay. You know, honestly, bro, I think it's Hulu. And I'll tell you why. Hulu has TV shows and movies and live sports. Netflix got TV shows and movies, but it don't be in like that. Hulu has all the TV shows I like, and I'm a TV show person, so I like Hulu better. Only downside is Hulu has commercials, but you can bypass that. But I don't use my own Hulu. I only pay for one streaming service. And what's that? HBO. Ah, uh, the you best one. I mean? Yeah. So, no, it's not the best one. Hulu's the best one. Got me, but I feel like HBO. <laughs> I feel like HBO. HBO is like worth worth the money. Cause that's some good, good quality movies on there and stuff. You know what I mean? Good TV shows that you might not get elsewhere. So it was worth the purchase. To argue with that, you said HBO is the only one that's worth its money. To me, but you won't pay for Hulu. I won't pay for Hulu, but it's my favorite one. That'll make sense. You know, I won't pay for Hulu because I know I have other options. <laughs> People, so don't mean, got, people don't like HBO like that. Uh, debatable. <laughs> nah, 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 nah. <laughs> Is that has extreme opinions? <laughs> listen, listen, bro. See, the only reason Trey got HBO because he watched no Game of Thrones and shit, right? Boondocks too. Boondocks. You got HBO? Hell yes. So you got HBO for what? So everybody here? Why, no, listen, there's only three niggas though. Why you got HBO for? What, what, what reason? I mean, I'm gonna be honest. My uh, my grandma has Spectrum, so I just steal her Spectrum account. Oh, so you don't pay? You don't pay for it? Uh, it doesn't I, count. I'll be okay. honest. I only pay uh, for Disney Plus, uh, ESPN, and what's the other one? Fuck, Hulu. 
the thing question is, question for later. You can uh, all get those in a, in, a, in, a, in a bundle. Question for later: Who pays for their streaming services? I feel like the majority of streaming services are not paid for, but we can table that. Yeah, no, nah, for sure. We keep that in the vault. I got you. But open the vault when it's time. When it's time. But yeah, okay. Well, this cool. probably be the next question after this. Hey, but okay. hey, real talk though, bro. Do you pay for each one individually? No, 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 no. There's a bundle. It's in a bundle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, it's a twelve sure. ninety nine a month. Okay, yeah, bro. Come on now, bro. I was worried. Oh, come on. But Trey, what's your favorite streaming service? Streaming service? Uh, yeah. I'm, I think I have to say Spotify, just out of like consistency and use, usage. Um, I would say Disney is up there in terms of enjoyability, but I feel like Spotify is more habitual. Like, it's, you know. Go in the car, drive somewhere, it's automatic Spotify comes on. You know, doing my homework, I'm either listening to Spotify or, you know, watching Disney Plus or Netflix. But, you know, Spotify is still in the conversation for that. So it's just like, you know, so much time. or You know, even if I'm like throwing an event, kickback, pool party, something, I'm using Spotify. It's just, you know, music is so, um, I want to say like, you know, it sneaks in. Like, you don't... Think about it. It's like a habit. It's like so subconscious. So I just feel like out of just the amount of time I'm on Spotify, Spotify, not only just that, but, you know, I feel like I plan to use Spotify more because I usually just use it for like music. But, you know, it also has podcasts like this podcast. Right. Um, And it's a lot of it's a lot of knowledge and stuff to be to be um, gained through that. And that's something I, I still, you know, plan to kind of tap into more moving forward. So. You know, great passive way to better yourself and to enjoy yourself. So, yeah. That was really good and in depth. So, I don't like Spotify, but hey. <laughs> <laughs> hey. I defended it well. Yeah. Uh, my two, no, yeah, you defend Spotify really well. My only argument against Spotify, bro, I always go. say this. Here we go. Is that waste your phone battery, bro? It wastes your phone battery. And you know my okay, phone okay. Is my rebuttal. Wait, what you mean? My rebuttal phone? is that I charge my phone. <laughs> you don't. You pull up <laughs> to the crib at five percent. The first thing you say before high is you got to charge your. But what like, do you mean to waste your phone battery? Like so, we love our Apple products, right? Yeah. Yo, he's a slave to Apple. <sighs> we love our Apple products. I'm, I'm gonna say it. Yeah, so everything that doesn't gear towards Apple wastes your phone battery. That's crazy. That's smart for them to do that, though. Yeah, that so Apple Music saves a lot more charge in your phone. Wow. Yeah. So anything like Spotify or Tidal, so I'm not even just saying Spotify is terrible or Tidal is terrible. It's They're good services. Apple. Yeah, so Apple could really make something so sub, yeah, like subpar and like not that good. Yeah. No, subpar is good. But, but it's going to be very beneficial. Yeah, but it's going to be beneficial to like That's your phone. smart services. business. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, whenever you ask uh, Siri, like, what song is this, they're going to go to Apple Music first. My favorite stream of services, though, Apple Music, because I just love music. And they have podcasts on there, too. That's kind of basically how Trey said everything about Spotify. And HBO Max. They got, um, what's that shit? Cartoon Network, Adult Swim, DC Universe. So, I can watch Dark Knight whenever I want. Pretty simple, pretty easy. HBO has also got some really nice movies on there. Yeah, and you could get movies that come out in theaters on there, too. Packs. So It's also a Matrix yeah. Revolution. See? Yeah. See? So that's why I think HBO Max is the best, to be honest. 
Are you on Snapchat? Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you got me. Bro, started. Nigga. <laughs> you yeah, right? <laughs> so, my uh, next question is, what was streaming like back in the day when we were kids, bro? Was When... When did we start transitioning from whatever we was doing to streaming? Okay, so now started off because I'm the oldest here, right? So I was born in <laughs> 1954. Right. <laughs> My first TV was a squirrel and a stick. Now I'm playing, nigga. I was born 1999, right? So you know. <laughs> <laughs> this nigga, nigga bro. Nigga said, <laughs> <laughs> bro, so wait, early 2000s, my childhood, right? You know, back in the day, we were like, I feel like we're the last generation or like last of time span of, of, of children that experienced having a CD True. and having real like Saturday morning cartoons and having, you know, to watch TV only on like the actual TV, no stream services. You know, before the iPod, bro, before YouTube, before YouTube. All these, mm. all these pivotal things, right? And now Man. YouTube is a streaming service. service. And I don't think you can say it was before. before. It's more like a before like we used it for like platform, I guess. We used to use it for our school projects in like 2012 and right. shit, right? Now it's like now you can subscribe, you can subscribe and watch movies and shit, right? Right? Man, so it's like you see, cause I, bro, I remember the first CD I bought. Okay, what was bro, that? It was just, there was a store, bro, either in Lakewood or Bellflower, right? I was like five or six years old. And I, I had a CD player. See, people nowadays don't even have CD players no more, right? right. I remember so I, I used to go to Walmart, Target, get them little fifteen dollars CD players, right? It lasts about three months. You know what I'm talking about? You remember yeah. what I'm talking about? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Right? I bought a Beyonce CD. I don't know whatever yeah. one was out in 2005, 2006. That, that's that's the first one I had, bro. I like Beyonce back then, not that much no more. The last album was whatever to me. Oh. Well, I'm not get you canceled. No, I'm sorry, bro. Right. Show <laughs> over. Hey, they're about to podcast the burning house down. But, uh, <laughs> but but you know, I, I remember that, bro. And then I remember when I turned 11, bro, in 2010, I got a freaking iPod Nano. Oh, this man. evolution is crazy. You made money. I've seen it all. No, that was my that was my gift for my 10th. That's a big birthday. That's that's the only birthday party I've ever had in my life. Wow. Yeah, bro. I don't really I don't really do birthdays like that. But that was a cool little cool little vibe. I was in Atlanta, but uh, you know, then TV, right? So you know, we got the Saturday morning cartoons, and then I don't even know what year. Like, well, Netflix—that's really hard to. It's real hard to pinpoint. But I, I remember when Netflix was a thing, though. Yeah. Like when it first started, and I heard about it because my next door neighbors, right? This is when I was in Atlanta. I was probably about like now. I was about like ten, eleven, or something like that. So it was like 2010, 2011. Uh, I remember he uh, he was like buying stuff on Netflix. And, and, and you would get that shit mailed in. And, and, you know, we didn't do it, though, because it was like, oh, that's a lot of money. Yeah. When you go to things like the Redbox or freaking Blockbusters, bro. Buster. Bro, I, mm. one of my earliest memories is Blockbusters when they still had VHS. We're not even thinking about this. We're not talking about DVDs. I remember VHS movies. Ah, uh, damn. What? Era. That's just yeah. nostalgic right Right, there. bro? I remember I used to have Rugrats and Paris VHS. It was orange. The orange the one. The orange one. You know bro. what I'm talking about, bro. Right? People don't even have VHS no more, right? Like you know, like this whole evolution really happened in the last like twenty years. It's fucking crazy. Less than that, I feel like. I think less than twenty years. Yeah, Bro. I mean, but I don't think it was like one date. You know, 
with all the streaming that's happened and the evolution of all these individual streaming services, I don't think you could put like one date like oh before twenty fifteen or you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it kinda was a it's like a it's like a, it's like a blend, I feel like. You know, like right. when you go on like like Photoshop or something or anything, you can like make it a gradient where it goes from like white to yeah. You know, slowly into white, into gray, into black. Mm-hmm. That's sort of what like streaming has become. Almost yeah. like you know the crossfade feature that Spotify has that Apple Music doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> a crossfade? They let you fade in your music? Are you? Are oh, you, you didn't a, know that? Are you, are you a, a DJ? DJ bro? <laughs> you need to fade mean, your music that, in. You can is be, that why your car I'm does nice. that? I thought your car I'm does not, that. But bro. you can be. Okay. Oh gosh, Spotify is trying its very best. Oh my god, <laughs> Spotify! If you're listening, you know, give me a deal. I'm dead. So, you know what's so crazy? I think in the era of streaming music is like a crazy like concept mm-hmm. because I remember when Lil Wayne dropped the Carter 3 and that was like the biggest thing in the world. And I don't think I've ever heard an album that was like that like heavily like publicized like on the radio. They was talking about buying the CDs and stuff. I have not seen that since. And it's pretty crazy because that's like the last album except for Drake's Views. That's got a million copies sold in one week. Wow. And I feel like that's just so crazy because that now, like, since that moment in, what, 2008, the only thing other than views in 2016, that was eight years later, has ever sold a million copies in one week. And we might, it might mm. never happen again. That's a real possibility. Yeah, bro. Like, we have to understand 2016, too. That was just Drake's year, and yeah. it wasn't even like, oh, he's so hard. It was just like, bro, Hotline Bling, yeah, bro. Controller, One Dance. He was going crazy. Was crazy. Yeah, bro. Crazy. Like, they, they, those all came out in 2016? Bro, that's all on the same album. That's all the same album? Yes, bro. Um, that's what I'm saying. Like, he, he got a million just off them streaming those yeah, three songs, you know? So, man. that was just, just a lucky year for the man, you know? Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I think it all happened. I'm not saying after 2008, but in between, like, 08 and 2012 it, it like gradually went from like CD iTunes and then like Dat Piff and like what's it called Spinrilla Spin and all Rilla those and like things yeah. and then it went to fucking Apple Music Spotify really it was Spotify first I say like I remember Spotify do you, first do you feel like it was SoundCloud first or Spotify first oh it's like SoundCloud came first yeah. that was like Outside of Spinrilla, because I remember like Spinrilla was a mm. thing, but you know Spinrilla fell off when they all they had was like when like because Migos right that was like real big, yeah. you know like in Atlanta right so niggas had Spinrilla, but then they, then niggas started traversing to these other other streaming services yeah. right SoundCloud I didn't listen to Spotify because I don't listen to Spotify in general but you know Apple Music or whatever it was iTunes Music back then or whatever bless you yeah, bless you Thank but uh, you know, like, Spinrilla fell off because they couldn't ca- catch up or keep up with what was going on with the other platforms, bro. Yeah. So you, you, that was a good little grading you had right there, man. Yeah, for sure. I kind of forgot about SoundCloud. So, that was a good time. Because we don't listen to it no more. Yeah, I do. Right, you do? Man. Yeah, I do. I, for what? Bro, if you oh, look so at, to listen to uh, uh, Dev Row Records and shit? Stop it. No, no, no. Like, unreleased music. So, like, uh, music. So a lot of things, like, with SoundCloud, YouTube and stuff, and YouTube is... YouTube is probably the like the centerpiece to all the streaming shit. I think that's mm. what started it actually. Mm. Like Soldier Boy, like, like, I'm not saying just Soldier Boy, but you know, I think a lot Soldier of Boy blew up off of uh, YouTube. YouTube. Yeah. yeah, like a lot of people got famous, and then people put like shows on there, like clips of shows and stuff. Yeah. But what? Where's my phone? God. Honestly, bro, YouTube might be 
the greatest of them all. Yeah. Yeah. Now I'm thinking about it. It really, like, you have your music, all your music. You have your TV shows, all the TV shows, all the movies. You might not be able to watch the whole thing, but you can see your favorite parts. Yeah. Very easy accessibility compared to a lot of services. Like, even just if I was trying to think of, like, a quick video from a movie or something like that, you know, you want to share that with friends or, you know, whatever the case may be. You just search that up with relative ease, you know, mm-hmm. and be able to share that. And it's just a wide range, not even just short clips, but shows, movies, you know, how to fix your toilet. Like, it's just yeah. so much accessibility, so much ease with it. Yeah, true. And it's kind of funny. Uh, YouTube is su- such a f- good, like, resource, but niggas don't want to pay for it. Like, what's that shit? Oh, YouTube facts. Red or YouTube facts, yeah, Music? Facts. Nobody, I nobody never gives a fuck. Yeah, never, 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 bro. And it'd be like giving you services like, oh, you could turn, you could lock your phone screen. But you can also listen, listen to the to video. It. But like, it's like, no. nigga, no. <laughs> uh, that, that's the I, I best think, free service I've ever had. Exactly. Bro, you can oh, yeah. you, you so, go to YouTube so to learn, bro. No, really. You learn on YouTube. I think all of us here have probably like learned a significant amount of stuff from YouTube. Yeah. True. So it's like, why would you want to pay for this service when you can use the free one and be minorly inconvenienced? Yeah. It's hard for people to like go from not paying for something to paying for something. It's like very difficult. Yeah, especially when it's not absolutely necessary to use, like, the main function of what this Right, and it's not, like, a big perk that comes with buying it, you know? True, true, true. Another question I have is, we discuss music a little bit, but how does TV shows and movies, how has that changed, like, from our childhood to now? Gosh, it's it's, it's like Zay said, like, you know, we probably are the last generation that's going to be wake up on Saturday morning, you know, TV and clean. Like, I feel like that whole culture is probably shifting. Like, now it's just, it's, I mean, it's technology, you know, is easier now. You know, mm-hmm. as technology goes on, everything gets easier and easier, more accessible and more accessible. Like, I remember, you know, Disney is just so convenient. Because I remember if you wanted to watch a, a Disney movie, you have to, like, really look for it. You know, you might be on, like, freemovies.com or something. You know, you might get a... Something wrong with your computer trying to look for that movie. And but now it's just, it's virus just so, on that piece. Right, right, right. <laughs> like maybe Netflix had it, but that's another streaming service. But now it's just it has so much competition that it's just it's a different game, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, bro. Yeah, but I feel like like Disney is a good example, right? If you want to watch a Disney movie, you had to be on Disney Channel at the right time. At the right time. The right and it time. might not even play for like a month. Like yeah. yes, and it's not necessarily even a movie that you want to see. It's whatever you get. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. You go home. This is what we watching. Yeah. We watching this. No. You know what used to fuck me up bad, bro? I didn't know the fucking like Pacific time, Eastern oh, time yeah. shit. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Always <laughs> like 8.30 Eastern yeah. time. I'd be like, Right. 8.30. 8.30. I, I pull on an 8 just to see what's up. The, the movie's the just the movie. ending. Yeah. Watch it. Oh, no. <laughs> so, so, counter question. Is that better or worse? Because I feel like, you know, you have an argument that with streaming services now having whatever you want at your command, you might not be able to get put on to shows. So now, you know, you might only watch Marvel or you might only watch Star Wars because you can watch it at all times. Whereas back in the day, you had to watch what was on at that time. Do you think that has weakened entertainment? Let me tell you something, bro. <laughs> <laughs> this new generation. Okay, oh, here we go. God. What if they damn... 
I win and I get it right now. That's some bullshit. All right, nigga. <laughs> Zay the conservative. <laughs> <laughs> that was the most Republican <laughs> statement ever on this podcast. Bro. I, I will wake up, I nigga. I kick him out. Nigga, I wanted to watch Kim Possible. Nigga, I didn't watch Kim Possible for three years. It was on. You, no, you wanted to watch no, it and it was on, but no, you didn't nigga, watch it. It wasn't on, bro. The only time you go watch it is when, when it's on th- at three in the morning, nigga. But I have to go to school. That's a lie. It was George Lopez on Nonplan. No, bro. <laughs> Listen, man. See, I, I like this new thing where you, you can get it whenever you want, right? Like, we can watch Disney Channel. We can watch Kim Possible right now right if we want to. Watch the whole thing in two days. But back then, you couldn't. These new <laughs> niggas, bro. These new kids, they, don't, they never get that. They never get it. <laughs> the pain. <laughs> when you miss a movie. <laughs> That, you know, when you true. miss a movie, it's deep. It's a, I'm not gonna lie though. I think movies hit harder when you know you can't rewind. When you know if you go to the bathroom, oh. Oh. You, you're gonna miss it. You go to the bathroom, you, you fucking hurry back from the bathroom, bro. That shit's nigga. You run to the bathroom, right? You, you, you know, that commercial. Nigga. You go at the beginning you of the commercial. Go. We was building athletes, right, bro. <laughs> No, I'll never forget. There was this movie, bro. It was on Disney Channel. I keep forgetting his name. It's like Minuteman. Yeah. And they were like, go back in yeah. time. Bro, I could not oh, yeah. wait to hear that because I love Corbin Blue. And Corbin Blue made a song for that uh, for that movie. Bro. I was like, bro, I got to watch it. And I fucking oh, missed it, bro. Just think about this, bro. Remember Halloween, Christmas? <sighs> With these these TV channels, oh, they, I mean, they still probably December do was it. A special time of the but year, but people, I don't know, I don't. It's not the same. Nor it don't. If you like, miss it, you could just bro, you could just watch it whenever you want, and the, that makes you not watch it at the, all. But it's just like 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 the commercials and in, in the even the theme of like the actual network with their own commercials. You know, network specific commercials always theme like Christmas, Halloween, Easter, whatever, summertime. Yeah, it's just so crazy, bro. Because like even if even if they might still have it, I feel like way fewer people actually have cable now. And plus, it's just not the same. Like, I have memories ingrained in my head of seeing, like, Nickelodeon, Halloween, with all Facts. the cartoons and little fish. Right. You know what I'm saying? New Generation will never have that, bro. And it's just, that's just crazy. You know, I, would, I just want oh. to say I would hate to be Zay's child. <laughs> I, I just know he's going to spend, like, his whole childhood hearing, you're not going to know what this was like yeah. back in my day. The ride I took to the bus stop was, was crazy. Like, yeah, literally, they they detoured that stop. You can never get it, get it how I got it. All right, like damn, man. they made life more convenient for your child, bro. Right. You had they over here complaining, like yeah, fuck that nigga. I'm gonna have him make his own TV. They're gonna be peddling for electricity. I'm oh my dead. god. <laughs> But to answer Trey's question, because I feel like Zay, you didn't answer. I know. <laughs> I went on a rant, bro. <laughs> you went to the younger generation so fast. Oh, God, like, like, is that what you want to talk about, bro? I went on a rant, bro. I'm sorry. <laughs> Love you, bro. But to answer your question, I feel like personally, when I was a kid, bro, I eight, you know, I keep saying eight thirty Eastern time. Bro, five thirty, Wizards of Waverly Place, like six o'clock this, you know, six thirty that. Like, you know, I had time to watch these shows and I had a set time every day to watch it. But now me at this stage of my life, I can't just go home and be like, oh, five thirty, you know, she hulk, six forty this, like, you know, I can't do that. So I feel like and uh also there's so much availability for shows, bro. Like you know, we were talking about we were talking about last night. I don't watch TV no more. I gave up on that, bro. Because now there's 
House of Dragons, Game of Thrones, I have to keep up on. There's a, well, I watch Breaking Bad, but Breaking Bad is out there in the world. Like, all these Marvel shows are out there in this world. There's these new Netflix TV shows you got to watch that people have been saying. Invincible, The Boys, like, all these TV shows. And they, like, a lot of people expect that you watch them already. And I just feel like it's so much, like, accessibility to TV shows and, like, all that now. And there's no, like, scheduled times to, like, watch them. So it's really hard to, like, catch up with shows and, like, stay on shows and let you binge binge them. Oh, even shows like Euphoria, too. It's just, like, a whole, like, shitload of shows. I just liked a little bit of schedule and consistency when I was a kid. That's all I needed. Yeah. I, I dig mm-hmm. that, bro. You know? Uh, and to answer your question, too, I think I'm with, like, with Noah, right? Like, it's just... It's, it's convenient when you want to watch like that certain show you want to watch. Right. But there's a huge influx of shows, bro. Like, And it makes sense, too, because now they realize, oh, people have the ability to watch way more shows now. Right? Because, you know, yeah. on the cable, it was limited. It was only 24 hours in a day and however many slots they can have. Now, you can make as many shows as you want and people can watch them whenever they want. Facts. Some people watch, binge watch these shows because they have nothing else to do. Or some people are, are just... Obsessed with these things, you know, and it just goes by fast. And it was a really like like Stranger Things. It's a popping show, bro. It'll yeah. become the, the culture. But I feel like a thing about that industry too that they have to. The reason why they keep making this huge amount of shows because they have to keep up, right? Because because we can binge watch these shows so fast, we watch them in two weeks and we forget about them. There's no yeah. there's no longer longevity. Mm. So what we have to do. You have to keep up. Keep making new things, which you know that's 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 the way the industry is now, and probably another reason why we're seeing so many more streaming services out here now because now you have Netflix, Hulu, HBO, Peacock, Paramount Plus, AMC Plus. Oh, I pay for ESPN Plus. Plus. ESPN Plus. I pay for AMC Plus for The Walking Dead. ESPN Plus? No, AMC Plus. Oh, I thought you said ESPN Plus. Oh, I was like ESPN Plus. I I just was repeating what you said, but yeah, you know what I'm saying? Because like they have to keep up, bro. Or else the industry's gonna die. True, true, true. I'm traditional, bro. You, you know me. I watch movies in the theater. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I have to. It just, it, it keeps me there because if I watch at home, oh, I'm just gonna cook and watch it. Oh, I'm just gonna do this and watch it. I just feel like that ruins the, the, the emotion to a movie now. Do you feel like streaming culture has ruined or has had any impact? On theater culture, oh, for surely AMC dropped forty percent in uh in mm. sale or something like that within the past like few months. So they're like, they're about to go bankrupt, bro. Like it's bad. Mm. What? Yeah, they're like it, it was talking about. I don't know how it was now, but I saw it like a week and a half ago. Yeah, what? I was just talking about it the other day. Like you know, it's almost when you're watching, especially a Marvel movie in the theater, and you know you might miss it. Maybe you, you kind of haven't watched the movie. It's almost like not a big deal because, you know, in a couple of weeks, it's just going to be on Disney Plus. True. You know, and I, I guess COVID is a big factor in this, too. Like, it, it, the rise of streaming services might not have been as, you know, fast. It might not have been mm-hmm. as rapid if it wasn't for COVID. We really don't know for sure. But, you know, you, you would imagine just because everybody was stuck at home mm-hmm. that, you know, the demand for streaming services went up. So, therefore, you know, you see the immersion of all these streaming services. Yeah. And the like, also the immersion of like people just saying "fuck it," I'm just gonna release my movie on here, yeah. and like Facts. release it in theaters. Like, so because you, you actually shit? make money off of it, yeah. Like, business. What's that shit? Gray Man, 
yeah. on Netflix, mm-hmm. shit like that. Uh, they had like commercials for it and trailers on on Netflix. I was like, what the fuck? I didn't see this shit in 2018. What's, what's the girl uh, from Salt? What's not Salt? Um, Lucy. Mm. You know what I'm talking I about? Lucy? No, not I love Lucy. She's an actress. Not, oh, you're talking about Lucy, the shit when she takes she the drug. Mind. Yeah. yeah. What's, what's that girl's it? name? What's oh. the actress's name? I don't know. She she sued HBO for what? They released her movie on HBO Max instead of the theater. Um, I think this is like, like it violated an agreement. I think some something like that with her contract because it's supposed to be in both. Mm. But this is like I think this is uh, this happened in 2020. I learned about it last year during school, and uh, she she sued because she was like, because they're losing money, because usually you know, when 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 these platforms only release a movie just on that service, now people are losing money from the theaters that they usually would get you know revenue from there, and they're only getting mm. revenue from these streaming services, right? So so actors and performers and all that are being affected by it as well as like these other companies as well. So AMC, right? They're falling down because what? Now HBO is doing this. So now, I mean, I think now in the last year we've seen like people release movies on both services, mm-hmm. but there was that small point in time where people weren't in movies, right? So they're only releasing movies on, you know, HBO, Disney and stuff like that. Damn. Yeah, man. Yeah. The, uh, about to ask y'all, uh, what was I about to say? Mm-hmm. I forgot. Whatever. Whatever. I don't know. I like literally just deep, forgot what I'm about to say. Deep subject. Yo, it was deep, bro. The uh Oh, Matt Damon. There was like a little clip on TikTok I seen about him, right? And okay. in, in there the person asked him like how has streaming services affect like the movie industry, right? And he was like, Oh, it's it's completely changed everything. He was like, twenty years ago you can make this huge blockbuster movie and you know like where you're getting your money from. Like you know that the, these theaters are gonna advertise for you, you know that you're the Production company or whatever is going to advertise a movie for you, and you were good. He's like, now with these streaming services, like, I guess in some cases, actors are actually paying for advertisements to go out so their movies are known. Wow. Because, mm. I mean, where else are we going to know movies are coming out? Unless you're on Thanks. the actual streaming service and you see, oh, July 1st, new movie coming out, and you see, like, the person there. Otherwise, where else are you seeing it at? So, let's say I would love person- to talk with, like, an actor. About this, or maybe just anybody bro. in the film industry, just to see like their hey, take on it. You might need to get an actor on here, bro. Yeah, stat. I'm, I'm on it. <laughs> Start DMing everybody. <laughs> please, yeah, I can't pay you, but please. I, I have a question for y'all. Do you do you guys think that with this huge influx of, of TV shows and movies and stuff, right? Do you think that the quality of TV shows and movies has decreased? I, you know what? To be honest. I feel like I have to pay attention more to like old TV shows and movies, but I would say, just like logically, I would expect for it to actually increase because now it's more mm-hmm. competition. So to be, you know, a Game of Thrones or to be like a Stranger Things or that type of thing, you have to you have to be special. You know, you have to stand out because it's, it's it's harder to stand out in a crowd than with you know just a few movies or a few shows. Mm-hmm. Do you have any like examples that you were thinking of? Of where I saw the quality decrease? Yeah. <sighs> you know, these new reality TV shows, like, I watch them. Like, Love is Blind. So, eh, mm. No, I don't, I don't know if they decrease. I just feel yeah. like it might not have, like, that same effect as, like, okay. Jersey Shore. You know what I mean? 
Okay. Jersey Shore was a cold Jersey Shore was huge. Yeah, that uh, shit was wild. It's huge or like I, I say it's, it really depends too, because there's like a lot of aspects that go into entertainment, especially in film. Like you gotta think about like just technology, for example. I feel like technology hasn't decreased, it's only increased because it's mm-hmm. definitely not gonna, you know, do your show any justice if the you know camera quality is terrible or whatever the case may be. Um so you know there's that. But then, you know, you have the more, I guess, like, you know, emotional or like, you know, character development aspects of a show. Uh, you know, that, I feel like that would probably be where you, you know, really debate if it's gotten worse or better. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's definitely multidimensional, that argument. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like a lot goes into it. Like, another thing I've recognized, too, is that there's, there's almost like niches mm-hmm. in each industry, like more. You know, now, you know, we have horror, comedy. Right. Romantic movies, Definitely dramas, trends. Yeah. Now those categories have branches, and those branches have more branches, right? So like reality TV shows. Yeah. So it's more complex than back. It's more in the complex, day. way okay. more complex. And, you, know? you know, I feel like to your argument, the complexity might yield like that effect where it seems like the quality has gone down. But it, I feel like it's it's almost like it's not because the quality went down because of like you know because it sucks. It, it went down because. You can't do what you did back in the day. You know, you have one show back in the day that was like the first of its kind. But now, like, for example, let's say you wanted to make a show about medieval times or, you know, something based like that. Well, you already have House of Dragon, Game of Thrones. Like, so what are you going to do that makes it even more special? You have to make it more complex. But with that complexity, you lose simplicity. Yeah. Right, mm-hmm. so and that that makes more people fall off, and then you right. get like a specific amount of people are like, oh, I like this show, and other people are like, I'm gonna go find other shows. That sort of was my point, right? Okay. I feel like I, 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 I feel I like that. the quality might have decreased, but it might be like subjective mm-hmm. to like what you like. Like to you, mm-hmm. oh, I would never watch this, but another person, I'll watch this just because this show has now appealed to this specific person, like they intended to, versus right. these huge shows back in the day. That could gather like the masses of people where everybody was like, "This is different. This is new. Like, I really like it. We can talk about it." You know, mm-hmm. right? I guess when you when you also you know talk about that complexity, I feel like it also might be a cycle too because you think about it, time goes on and creativity is endless. So, like you know, to my point on medieval times, like that might be what people want to see now, but time goes on. So, like, what did it for people that medieval times had that effect? You know, in 30 years and 100 years and 200 years is going to be something else. So, you know, you'll be able to go from complex back to simplistic again because time goes on and creativity progresses. You see what I'm saying? So I feel like, you know, it's probably, if anything, it's a loop. Yeah, probably. I think, uh, I don't know. I think especially if we're talking about like TV shows, I think back in the day it was a lot more sitcom-ish. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. That's what was popping. Yeah. So I feel like. A lot of sitcoms were made to be simple, mm-hmm. made for people like just a family sit down and watch it. Mm-hmm. Your little kid could like understand it. Uh, just Nowadays, things I can think of. It's, it's like deep. Yeah, for no bro. Reason. Like fucking fifteen year old kids are watching Euphoria. Like even well, not, on, not even that. I was saying like you know like you had the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Yeah, you know, like very very kind of I want to say basic, but basic like humor, very like common level humor. Yeah, and you know like nowadays. Black sitcoms, it's like it has to be deep, you know. It has to be yeah. some like deep meaning, and you know, sometimes it's like I just want to sit down, chill. I didn't had a long day, and yeah. just laugh. I had some like fresh Prince of Bel Air type, so I'm not trying to talk about 
you know, police killings and, you know? Yeah, true. That Yeah, that's what I was getting to. Like, shit like Euphoria that just, like, has all this mm-hmm. okay. shit to okay, it. Yeah. But, like, you know, even though Degrassi had that same aspect, I feel like Degrassi was a little more simpler, but, like, still deep, if that makes sense. Like, Euphoria, yeah. like, everything's deep to their outfits, to, like, yeah. relationships, to everything. Like, in Degrassi, it was just like, okay, I'm getting bullied, and how do I handle that? And like, oh, this person had sex with this person. I don't like that. It was like yeah. kind of school drama that some of us could sort of relate to, but still a little more emphasized because it's a TV show. But like shit like Euphoria, just like, hey, we're going to lay everything out on the fucking right. table. You can feel yeah. it's heavy in the drama. Yeah, like, heavy. for sure. Yeah. And then, yeah, like to your point about like Fresh Prince, like, bro, like we used to just sit down and I felt like I had, like I could relate to Fresh Prince because it was right. just so simple. But like, I can't even think of a show today where I can sit down and be like, damn, I relate to what he's going mm-hmm. through. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, Relatability, you know, you know that's going to be big because I feel like at its core, like when it comes to film, you might not relate exactly, but like aspects and like what, what somebody's going through and the emotion they feel when they're going through it, that's like kind of you're supposed to be able to relate to that. Mm-hmm. So like I feel like when it becomes too complex, when it becomes too extreme, that you're probably going to see – that loss, like that connection between the film and the, you know, viewer loss. You True. see what I'm saying? That's when it's going to have to come back to simplicity. That's when it's going to have to get more simpler so you can make that connection. Yeah. Like, I feel like even, and this doesn't really go to, ah, yeah, because streaming culture, I feel like, affected this. Because of so much influx of shows and movies, I still don't think we've had that, like, quote-unquote, cultural impact movie, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, we've had Get Out, but like, and I'm not even saying like from a black it, it, like standpoint, just like at the standpoint of like, damn, this is the movie of our generation. But I feel like a lot of people now are trying to just bring back old shit to like new shit and like collaborating so they could like have that like old cultural impact. Like, for example, Creed, like they try to do a Creed. And then even when Spider-Man No Way Home, people say that's their favorite movie of all time. But if you really look back at it, the plot was so simple and ass. But like <laughs> he just brought back all these people and they was like, Oh yeah, no, nah, this 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 it. This is yeah. it. It was like, bro, like all you had to do was say that nobody knows Peter no more. Like, mm-hmm. like we could have done that in the room. Yeah. Like what? Like that was just weird. But um I just feel like they're just trying to bring back shit to like bring the like the impact. Rather than like, just, yeah, creating something just simple and yeah. like cool. You feel me? Like we've had a lot of big movies back in the day, like blockbuster shows and movies, and now I feel like people are going too hard on it. Where it's like, I don't want to watch this shit. Bro. I feel like you know that, especially to your Marvel example, that's kind of like a uh, dilemma that Marvel is stuck in right now because it's like people want like a dramatic, super impact like Marvel film, and I think. It's just not realistic right now, especially after uh, Endgame, yeah. you know? And I, I guess, like, you know, a lot of people probably were content with Spider-Man. But I feel like that's, you know, to our point, like, that's kind of like an unrealistic expectation that a lot of people have on Marvel right now. Yeah. And I feel like the past Marvel movies have been solid. Like, Yeah. It, I don't think they've been, like, bad movies, but it's just, like, everybody's expecting, like, a super complex, super, like, touching impact movie, you yeah. know? Yeah. Or like a like in Doctor Strange, I thought it was really good. Mm-hmm. I liked it, and they threw a horror movie aspect to it, so yeah. it's like okay, it's like different. right. You see, it's, 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 different. Just different. it's different, right? You're yeah. not even just like staying to the mold, you know? Yeah, and I just felt like, oh shoot, 
I didn't know who the villain was gonna be. Then when I saw the right. villain, I was like, oh shit! Like it's right. caught me off guard. But right. I feel I like think that was very well written. And they even threw like some old nigga shit into it too. So I was like, okay, right. they they had an aspect of everything. And then when the movie was over, it was just like, oh, I didn't like it. It was like, yeah. okay, I feel like this is the most unique Marvel movie I've ever seen, uh-huh. to be honest. And I feel like they kind of executed it pretty properly. It was just the storyline was whatever, but I don't know. I, I feel like people just want like more complex, yeah. more like, oh, I wish we'd seen a lot more people that was like from the old like Marvel movies in this movie. Right. And it was How do like, you move on? You know? Come yeah. on, bro. I feel like it's like they want this more complex stuff and they want it now. Mm-hmm. And then it ends up leading to like what we were talking about earlier, right? Where everything's just so deep. Like almost like depressing, Sweet, you know. Right. Depressing is low key like like a, like a fad right now, right? Being depressed, emoish type stuff. So like like blackish, right? Like yeah. when, when blackish first came out, I feel like the black community really was like messing with it. But then you know, it falls into this. We want more. You want it now. And they kept going on, and everything was just like, "Hey, yo, bro, I'm just trying to watch like a black family live their life." But you talking about deep stuff, or so uh, or like what was the other one? Euphoria. Yeah. yeah, Euphoria, right? It was like we wanted because people were outraged how long it took for Euphoria season two to come out, right? Yeah, you know, and they were like, we want it now, and just, it's just super depressing. I mean, Euphoria already was like that to begin with, but like that demand for these depressing shows tied in with like the quick quick accessibility through stream services and just making I feel like a lot of the industry so, follow the same sort of path of like so dramatic. In a good summary for what we've been saying, would you guys agree it would be like that streaming? Like accessibility and the growth of streaming has kind of increased this like binge kind of like addiction that we have when it comes to streaming, and it's been somewhat detrimental. Do you think that could yeah. be not to say that it doesn't have uh, positives to it? You know, mm-hmm. the, the streaming, but like the increase of streaming has kind of like added to our ability to binge, and that's been detrimental. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna add on it because we talked about it a lot, but yeah. I, I, okay. I, I, just, just, yeah. Just yes. as a summary. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think another thing too, kind of going off topic, but I feel like we kind of be remiss, you know, since we're talking about trends in the past, you know, twenty or so years and the evolution of entertainment. You know, watch it or not watch it. You gotta. I feel like talk about anime. Uh, at least a little bit, because that is, you know, they do have their streaming services. That is a, a big Roll. and growing market, right? Country Row, Funimation. I guess they're both owned by the same company or company entity. Um, but you know, that's definitely some big fan base, you know, abroad and in the U.S. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's just kind of everything we said kind of applies to that too. You know, you, even like going back to. Saturday morning cartoons, a lot of those cartoons, you know, is probably known today as anime. You know, just a lot of people watch Dragon Ball Z, yeah. Naruto back in the day. That's kind of like OG anime, so to speak. Um, and now, you know, people still watch Dragon Ball, you know, shows a movie. today. Right, right. And, you know, that's evolved into a lot more anime, you know. And I'm not even like an anime watcher like a lot of people. But, you know, my, my show Demon Slayer. Like, I love that, so... Um, I think that fits in with everything else. And one thing, you know, that I was reminded of earlier when you guys were talking about kind of like the binging of it that I like that Demon Slayer does is they space it out. And I hate it. I was just thinking about it yesterday. Like, I hate how slow Demon Slayer is, right? Because it's like they have 
it feels like years between seasons and also at least a week between episodes and the episodes mm-hmm. are not very long. However, it's it they don't lose their base. Even in today's like binging culture when it comes to streaming services, they don't like disconnect from their fan base um in doing that. And I don't know if it's because maybe like anime in general is good at doing that and you know there's no competition to beat them out or whatever the case may be. But I know I'm also very like even though like right now it's in between seasons, I might not be very engaged in it. I know that as soon as the season hits, I'm gonna be watching it every week and I'm probably gonna be, you know, kinda high on my, you know, Demon Slayer fanning, you know? So Yeah. Yeah. Nah, I fucks with that. I, I think anime is something that will like quote unquote just never die. Because mm-hmm. it's been here for what? Since the nineties, I'm assuming eighties probably. Yeah, back yeah. in the day. Back in the day. Yeah. So it's like and people have been like that's been a hot commodity ever since. Like even what is is Pokemon anime right? Yeah. Pokemon yeah. anime like yeah. shit. I, I watch Pokemon. I don't watch shit now. I'm right. not gonna lie. It's, it's a lot of a lot of anime. Another thing that you ask, a lot of people don't recognize a lot of stuff as anime. You know, yeah. it's like kind of I won't say like a stigma with anime, but it's just like you think of it one way when like really like you know you, you realize oh Yu Gi Oh like Pokemon mm. like Naruto that was all that was all anime. You know, I just thought I looked at it as cartoons or whatever yeah. when I was younger. But then like you know you realize oh it's, it's anime. Yeah, I, thought I was worried you were about to say Avatar, bro. Oh, come on, yeah, bro. Who, who do you think I am? Oh, I'm about I'm not to shut one of those. you down quick. Ah, stop it. <laughs> stop with that now. Yeah, Avatar is a good one too, man. You know what's crazy to me, bro? I feel like it's like, I don't know how big anime is in like with amongst other non-Japanese or Asian like cultures but or, or you it's know, big. groups people. Yeah. But like, like black people really like love anime. Yeah, and this is not like a new. It's not like a new. No, thing. it's not true. I feel like or now new. it's like acceptable, right? You know, but back in the day it was like back in the day it was like anime watchers. Anime watchers, yeah, like that, that's very true. Like, you might get away with Dragon Ball among you your group of friends. Naruto, and you might Dragon get away Ball. with Naruto. Like, you know the Pokemon, your friends, Pokemon was, uh, was questionable. Maybe Bakugan. Bakugan for like a year. Pokemon was questionable. And Yu-Gi-Oh was almost like a no-no. Unless you told like, I wouldn't say Pokemon is questionable. Now, if you brought, if you had like Pokemon cards in the middle of school or something no, like that, that's what I'm saying, right? But look around my house. What I got? Pokemon cards. Pokemon cards. And right. I tell anybody. Yeah. I tell anybody nowadays. But and not only just like not nowadays, it's, it's where you're at too. Cali is very acceptable. Very acceptable. If you're in the south, like you know, just talking with like you know different people from the south, they're like, y'all watch like, anime, anime out here. Yeah. You know, but, like, thing is, but, you, but you'll find more than what it used to be because oh yeah, because remember but also I'm saying they don't watch it in the south. Yeah, because I'm coming with the the perspective of watching these shows as a kid in the south. You know, in Georgia, right, right, right. You know, so like just seeing like how that's changed because now like. We go outside, bro. You seeing like weebs and stuff, right? Right. You on the and, highway, and, you see yeah. these, like anime you things, posters. and you look in the car, and it's a black dude or a black woman or a Hispanic, right? Dude, you think he, woman, oh, it's probably like dude. you know Asian Asian person, yeah, but like, no, it's everybody. everybody, yeah. And then like, I really appreciate how like we've really grown to like really like it, and and also you know I go on like YouTube and stuff because y'all know like I love Japan, right? Like I'm yeah. really trying to go. I'm going in 2024, but like I'll watch like the black experience in Japan, and like. For a good amount of people that he he'll interview, it's like, why are you in Japan? Like, what ended you up here? And it's always growing up watching anime. That's like a pretty common thing that like sparked their interest in like Japanese culture. Right, it led them to living in Japan. They love living in Japan, you know. And like, I know that's like a very minor aspect of like that huge culture, you know. But it's really cool just to see like how like that's impacted. 
people, especially like our people, mm-hmm. you know, giving, them, giving us a chance to go to a different country and all that. I think um, I agree with everything you said. To get back on the streaming aspect, I think that actually helped for anime. Like, oh, like facts. y'all said, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. oh, a lot more people are accepting anime. I feel like accessibility, the accessibility key word, right? to yeah. streaming helped people actually like anime. My mom never liked anime, but she loves uh, what's that shit? Attack on Titan. Mm-hmm. Is that yeah, That's yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. She loves Attack yeah. on Titan. Like, and people would just be like, man, if I love Attack on Titan, shit, let's see what the other yeah. one's all not, about. Not like, to like you know say your mom's old, but you know, the older generation, like just. That uh, the ability for streaming culture and its increase to touch older generations, I feel like that's very telling. It's yeah. easy to influence, you know, younger people, but you know, the older you get, the more set in your ways you are. So just like being able to touch your mom, I feel like that speaks like to the ability of mm-hmm. streaming services to impact the culture. Yeah. True. And honestly, I don't think I think if we did not have these streaming services, we would not be exposed to shows like Attack on Titan. Yeah. Because think think about Naruto and Dragon Ball Z, right? Cartoon Network had both of them probably till about 2010. I remember Naruto Shippuden came out in like 2007 or whatever. And I, the first time I watched it was on Disney XD. Like, I remember the day. But that fell off pretty soon. Like, and you really wouldn't see anime on TV unless you're watching like that. Toonami after Cartoon Network went off. And I think it's after Adult Swim. This is like one in the morning. That's the only time you watch like any washer, Naruto, yes. Bleach. This is late at night. As a kid, you're probably not watching that stuff. Yeah, you gotta Without see. streaming services, we wouldn't have access to this anime. Mm-hmm. Now, kids, nowadays, probably, I mean, I, I don't know, but probably watch this stuff at school. You know, now they got services. Yeah. School, they got phones. They got their streaming services. They can watch it at lunch, probably in class, waiting for like whatever recess. Yeah, but, true. But we might have to thank streaming services for unlocking this new era of anime lover in yeah. America. Also, just to add on to that, I think, like we said in the beginning, I think accessibility, I think streaming has a lot of accessibility. So I'm going to use an example that's not anime that helped out a lot. SoundCloud. It, oh, it tapped in a new genre of rap, bro. Yeah, like, SoundCloud rap? SoundCloud rap. Uh, it, it, it really untapped, like, anybody can make it type sense. You yeah. feel what I'm saying? Like, for example, Lil Uzi, Playboy Cardi, Maxo Cream, like uh, Lil Yachty. Like, I'm not saying he's like mumble rap. I'm not even saying any of these guys are mumble rap. But like, they were like using SoundCloud heavy, right. and that's so how they, they got big. Up. Chance the Rapper, like, yeah. bro, all these people, like, and if you really think about it, you know, back in the day, it was like, can a label find you? Like, do you have that yeah. talent for a label to find you and you kind of go groom out. you? Yeah, but it's like, nah, like. I'm going to make my, like, form of music, put it on this, like, you know, streaming service, and let's see if I get hot. And people really got hot from it. Yeah. So I feel like now, today, it's like anybody can, uh, you know, add their music to Apple Music. Anybody can add their music to Spotify. You just need to create an account. Even with podcasting, like, the accessibility to podcasts, like, nigga, I'm a random dude from Long Beach Bro. who just opened up a podcast, and now my shit's on, like, a lot of streaming services. Bro, so you know when I like text you the other day and I was like, you got to do your podcast shit, right? Because mm-hmm. I, I was listening to a podcast. But while I was listening to this other podcast, I was thinking, I remember when I got my first iPod in 2010, right? The yeah. little iPod Nano. I saw a thing on it that said podcast. And I was like, what the hell is a podcast? Yeah. I didn't know until I turned like 20 what a fucking podcast was. True. And now look at it. The accessibility, bro. You know what I mean? Now you on a podcast. Now I'm on yeah. a podcast. Now look at you. Now look at you. Look at you, brother. Inception. <laughs> <laughs> it comes full circle. Yeah. Yeah, bro. And it just takes time, bro. I feel like 
it just needed time for podcasting me to make its resurgence, you know, yeah. or not resurgence, or what do, what, do, what do you call it? Its initial, you know, climb to the to the zenith of the industry, no? <laughs> Impact, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> To the <laughs> what? <laughs> but yeah, like I just, uh, yeah, like like what everything said, everybody said, like it's just the accessibility. Fuck, Am- anime, podcast, rap. Like I feel like the accessibility has kind of you know had people, you know. I think this is gonna get on a deeper tone, and we were just talking about how deep shit gets. But just talking in a deeper tone, I feel like. Back in the day, what was our outlets is how we viewed life. And I feel like with all this accessibility, accessibility to like new things to watch and stuff has really expanded like our, our horizon mm-hmm. and the way we think in life. So even though like this accessibility may be like a lot complex, I do feel like we've all expanded our minds. You feel me? Because yeah. back in the day, I feel like everything that was being sent to you in terms of music... TV shows and movies have like have had you think in one way, but now I feel like with all the accessibility to these movies, music, and TV shows, it can have you think another way. If that makes sense, like yeah. it just expands like your thought process on stuff. Yeah, I one hundred percent, especially with like music, right? Mm-hmm. Come thinking, like I grew up off of like nineties West Coast hip hop, like R and B. Then like some early two thousand stuff and like you know oldies and stuff. But now thinking me right here today, right without Alpha music. Well, just growing up, right, I was sort of like single minded where it was like hip hop and R and B. That's it, you know. Yeah. But that's all I had the access to because you know your CDs. If you want to pay money on a CD, you are gonna get a CD. You sure you are gonna mess with? You are not just testing stuff out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or like when you got you had to get the little iTunes cards with the five dollars to go buy some music, and each song was a dollar. Or dollar ninety nine, whatever. But you got you got you got to pick carefully. You, you yeah. got to choose wisely. You can't be you have money like that. But now you get Apple Music, bro. I can go look listen to any genre I want, and like True. it's expanded like my music taste tremendously in like the last three four years, just because it's like I want to see what this is. And before, when you did not have the ability or the accessibility or like the financial ability to test these different things out or go hear these different sub or different genres of music. Now you have it, and this is opening doors everywhere. True, true. An example I would like to use, and Trey is definitely going to talk about this, is Trey put me on to fucking Star I thought I was a big Star Wars geek. I had Star Wars, like, mm-hmm. book. The, 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 literally, I had a Star Wars dictionary in middle school, bro. Like, I was a big Star Wars fan. And I heard about, like, you know, Clone Wars show and stuff, but, like, I didn't really tap into it just because... Uh, that was kind of getting to the point in my life. I was like, oh, I'm just going to be an athlete. I'm not going to like focus on like watching TV all day. And I was a big video game head. So I was like, TV is not part of my life anymore. But when uh, I was sitting down with him one day, he was telling me like, no, this is I, – and I also thought it wasn't part of the story. He told me straight up, no, bro, it's part of the story. You got to watch it. And I'm like, bro, for real? He, tell, he shows me like the last like eight episodes of The Clone Wars – and it, like, mm-hmm. kind of ties up so much in the Star Wars story. I'm like, damn. You talking like, about the new season when it came out? Uh, I know, yeah. That's yeah, what you're thinking about, yeah. Mm-hmm, yeah. yeah. Like, I feel I feel like, like that type of accessibility, I would never even expand my own knowledge on Star Wars. 
Oh, yeah, you feel what I'm saying? Like yeah. even just little shit like that. Yeah. Like I never even thought there was like a, something bigger than the little thing I was looking at. Like Trey gave me that that other outlet of like, bro, this stuff will expand your knowledge on like the Star Wars life. Mm-hmm. And I was like, damn, bro, that's just crazy. Yeah, for real. Yeah, I think big franchises, um, when it comes to entertainment, probably are debatably, you know, the number one benefactors of uh streaming services um maybe not like literally right like whose money it puts or who puts money in the pockets of who but like in terms of like star wars for example and i know it's like other factors too but look at how much since disney plus began how much the star wars universe has expanded versus like the first like i don't know 30 some odd years 30 40 um years of star wars like you know you had the main Six episodes, you had, like, maybe a few things here or there. And then, like, you had, like, the majority of the Clone Wars, right? And Clone Wars was big for Star Wars, but in the, like, just the past couple years since Disney's Plus started, and remember, we're talking about, like, years to, like, decades compared to when Star Wars started. Like, you know, you have Clone Wars completed. You have, like, probably just, like, at least a couple of movies that have been added since then. You have The Bad Batch, The Mandalorian, um, the Bobo Fett series, um, Andor is about to come out this month. You also have, um, I think the Ahsoka series is about to come out. You have the little anime Star Wars thing. Like, it's just like, it increased, like, Disney's ability to give us Star Wars, too. So I feel like if you really had, like, a, a already built empire as a franchise for entertainment, like, streaming services definitely, like, help you out a lot. You know, True. Same could be said for Marvel because you never had the the like series for Marvel that was you know canon before you had um, Disney Plus. You know that True. only came as a product of that. True. I think for Star Wars, I think for these movies, they kind of like Disney emphasized it a lot because Disney has like basically unlimited type of money because like how George Lucas made Star Wars like back in the day, it was probably a lot of fucking money to make these movies, you feel me? So they couldn't really create as much content in, right. because they have they had to focus on like creating like these technological ways to like make this movie to make it look so futuristic, you feel me? And I feel like with Star Wars, um like when it started to progress more, they were like Damn, like we probably are spending a lot of money on these movies, so just like limit the con- like limit the like amount of movies we can put out. So that's why I feel like they dropped uh, Clone Wars as like an animated series because it's like we could save a lot more money than with making it just an animated series, but still drop a lot of like content. You feel me? So I think when Disney bought out Star Wars, it was like okay, now we could like have an outlet yeah. to all these things. That we've like envisioned Star Wars to be, mm-hmm. if that's, that makes sense. And that's why I said it was like outside factors too. Like I don't want to say it was just you know two years and Disney Plus that was all the difference. You know what I mean? It was definitely like, but it was business. though. Like, yeah, I mean, but <laughs> it, it was, definitely yeah. it gave it that platform to do what they wanted to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like so, Disney definitely was. I the think they got their money's worth, forward, or at least sure. are getting their money's worth because you know they're expanding upon Star Wars. And like I said, you know, it all goes back to accessibility. So now that they bought it, even though they bought it for what, like a billion dollars, maybe more, mm. um, you know, it's, it's the brand itself is getting bigger. So, you know, they're really making, you know, their money. It was already a big brand, but, 
you know, now more people can see it. More people have something like, oh, you know, maybe you didn't like the movies or maybe you didn't like Clone Wars, but, you know, now I can watch Rebels or now I can watch Andor that's about to come out. And maybe that's going to pull me in. So, you know, a lot of good marketing um, along with that Did, streaming. Uh, does George Lucas get royalties from all the Star Wars content? I, I mean, I'm not well-versed in it, but I know he sold, uh, you know, Star Wars to Disney, so I would imagine him. I hope he does. I mean, I don't think that's how it works. <laughs> when you sold it, you don't get royalties anymore. Yeah, like Dr. Dre. He, there's, there's, he sold fucking... <laughs> I think that's the whole point of selling it. Yeah. You sell it, that's all the money you get. Listen to me. Listen to me. All right. Listen, 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 listen. Listen. In the contract... In your contract, listen, Yo, right, y'all. You, you can sell something for like, like $100 million. But you can also put in that contract, I want this amount of royalties each year for these specific things. So he probably still gets royalties off. Probably. Okay, like, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. Don't shut me down like that, guy. <laughs> okay. It was also a lot of money. Like, it was a, like billions of dollars worth of, you know, assets transfer. I feel like that's not really... My bad, I'm going in and out. I feel like that's not really... You don't just give that much money and retain a lot of royalties. Not to say he doesn't, but I would just imagine it wouldn't be like the greatest amount of royalties that he got after that hey, deal. What, what Robert Kiyosaki say? <laughs> Shout out, you know, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Great book. Great book. He said, builds your assets, not your liabilities. Uh-huh. Royalties is asset. It is asset, but I feel like, like relevancy is really in question right now. <laughs> In regards to that, <laughs> like he still sold his biggest asset, bro. Yeah, like I was, like, yeah. He was probably making a lot more money. He just got a whole lot of money at one point for it, if that makes yeah. sense. Like, yeah, it does. Now Disney is going to make way more than what George Lucas was making. Oh, for sure. Oh, Oh, one hundred percent. Bro, they, but I'm sure you know, George Lucas has his now. like you know asset oh, column stack. I'm sure he's yeah. fine. Oh, he's yeah. Fine. It's not. It's not really about him making wise or not yeah. wise moves because at what, that point, what did he sell? What did he sell? Star? You said a billion dollars? Probably a little more. But uh, shit. I, I remember it was like a billion or more. Like That's when I look crazy. at it, he's but you think good. about it, it might have been the smarter thing to do because you know maybe yeah. if he had the ownership, he wouldn't be able to do Bro. everything that he's able to do right now. That's so it's like hundred percent the yeah. smartest thing to do, and he's older. Yeah, true. Yeah. Well, okay, that's if debatable because you can right pass now, that on. Assets, you know, but the thing is, if you get a billion dollars, right, and then it's taxed, you're still with hundreds of millions of dollars. You can do whatever you want with buying assets. You don't have to have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I mean, yeah. I feel like it is, it is it allowed him to buy a lot more. Different. He already was like a multimillionaire, right? Probably close to a billionaire. Maybe, I don't know, but you know what I mean. Okay. That's a rich man right there. That's a rich man. All right. We, we getting on to the last part. Of this podcast. I feel like you've done it before, right? Yeah. Okay. He don't know. We see who listens to this podcast. <laughs> oh, no, I actually, I, I listen, but I just can't remember in the moment. Like, I, I've listened to podcasts all the way through. I, I watched y'all do y'all. I was there when you guys did your podcast. Like, what nah, what nah. It's hot questions. Hot questions that I'm going to give to my guest in this podcast, even though if you never listened to this podcast before and you never even knew what hot questions was, <laughs> I was I'm still going to give you some hot questions, all right? All right. So I'm going to start off with the first question. What is the greatest TV show slash movie in the streaming era? In the streaming I, I like that question. There you got this one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like the question. Go ahead. 
Um, that's a tough one, bro. There's a lot going okay, on. Okay, I lied. I think, I think, <laughs> I, mm, can I give like multiple? I mean, okay, I'll give yeah, what yeah, I think yeah, is hold first. Hold on, three. You can hold give on, me like top on. three can if you, you have like, a lot. Can you like, like, like a time frame, bro? Because there's like shows on No, no, streaming server. Okay, how about give them a year? Okay, okay. I'll I, I give it to you, bro. I have an answer though, regardless. I feel like within the past five years, that's been, there's been a lot of shows. Okay. okay. Maybe, me, maybe even let seven. Let me answer then, actually, to make it easy for you. I think if we're going to say numbers wise, and I'm, I say that not knowing exactly what the numbers are, but just kind of guesstimating, I'm going to have to go with Game of Thrones, bro. I'm going to have to go with that. That's something that you directly see streaming and the influx of streaming, you know. You, you see that kind of as the basis of why people mess with that show. And that's because, you know, HBO Max, right? That's I feel like that's like the biggest, um, like for sure the biggest um, motivation for people to buy HBO Max has definitely been Game of Thrones. That's been the biggest promotion point for HBO Max. But just it's just like talked about like crazy. You know, it's millions of dollars put into each episode of House of Dragons, like one of the most anticipated shows because of Game of Thrones. Um, and to me, in my personal opinion, I think that's like one of the greatest plots in sig- or cinema ever. I think so. Now, to argue that, mm-hmm. I think Game of Thrones was out like when H- when you had to like wait until like 9 o'clock at night to watch yeah, so, so HBO. You, you want shows that have come out during the era, I'm the era. like purely yeah, during, yeah. The era. during yeah, purely yeah. the era. Purely during. Oh, okay, that's bro. different. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, that's yeah, why different. it makes it a little bit hard because I, I agree with you, right? Like, I yeah, like these like Game of Thrones for sure. Yeah, I'm gonna say, uh, like, at first I wanted to say The Office, bro, but, I'm, but that's 2005. So yeah. I think tough. Like, honestly, these are shows that you watch on your streaming services, but yeah, shows but that came out. out yeah, str- Stranger, Stranger Things. things. I, yeah, I'll about Stranger, Stranger Things. things Stranger sure. Things, bro. Okay. Stranger Things. If you're talking about directly a yeah, child of streaming, streaming services. Stranger Things. It has to be Stranger, Stranger, Stranger Things. That's like this perfect, like the timing and everything. Yeah. Is just, you have to say Stranger Things. You have to see a little video, bro, showing the climb of, of Netflix's top shows and Stranger Things. And Netflix is a leader. And stayed. And stayed. You know, yeah. all these other shows, like when Breaking Bad got added to it, Breaking Bad climbed up, but it did not, it did not succeed. Stranger Things. And certain things still growing, like most views. I think too, when you think about like all the shows, when it really transitioned from like you have to tap in week in, like every week for a new episode. Like I think Stranger Things, in my opinion, maybe I'm tripping, but was like the first show that you really that was really like that that you could binge, Mm -hmm. and it was on the streaming service. You see what I'm saying? Like that's the first show like I seen people really fiend for, and you could just once it drops, the whole season's out. And you could just hey, watch it all day. I'm going to give a notable mention, though, for black culture, though. Insecure. Okay. Insecure, insecure, for, insecure for, 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 for our community, bro. Like, I never I watched feel, like that. But you didn't watch like that? No. Nah, well, I told you I, I don't watch TV. You're right. I yeah, would say this, though. Like, that's, like, that's like a chick show, right? Yeah. But it had men and women alike really being into the show, into the characters. You know, really, like, grew Issa Rae's, you know, Power as like a successful black woman in this industry, you know. So, uh, yeah, I think culturally, culture, that's, that's, that's probably one. one of the best black shows to like really thrive during the era of streaming. Yeah, yeah for okay. sure, yeah. probably, probably the, the best. Yeah, yeah, probably the for sure. Okay, that was really my only question in terms of hot <laughs> questions. I do have another question, but it doesn't relate to streaming. Okay, what should be the next episode of Bre- or Bread episode of Bread okay. Talk? 
Y'all both have to answer it. Mm. Next episode. Of you know, talk. recently I've been on this whole, like, not empowered, but bettering myself. You know, we're we're in okay. our, getting to our, our mid twenties, right? Like, we're young, but I don't really have like that mindset of oh, your twenties just to do whatever whatever you want. You get Same. together in your thirties. I think that's sort of like bullshit, especially when you're like black and you gotta like you're trying to you know. Trying to, Increase, wealth, trying right. to build wealth and, and keep generations going and keep being successful. Um, so I feel like we should start talking about like our like or whoever you bring on, like your success as the host of the show, and then whoever your guest is, bro, and like talk about y'all success because even though you might not be where you want to be, like at the end, like you still are successful. Talk about that. And remember what I was telling you, bro. You got to like keep documenting. Uh, like our life, our goals, bro. So we look back on this in twenty years, like wow, like we really have gotten somewhere. So I feel like as a treat to yourself and to your guest and for the listeners to take this mindset forward, right? Because you know, self appreciation is important. It's something I'm learning right now. Fuck, that should be the next episode. Okay, good answer, Jay. I'm gonna kind of stay kind of in that area uh, of what you're talking about. You know, one thing that's been on my mind a lot is that, kind of like you said, approaching mid-20s, you know, I feel like you're kind of conflicted when you talk to a lot of people about how you should spend your 20s, right? Mm -hmm. Like, I think in terms of people, when you ask about, you know, when you want to have the most fun with your life, a lot of people be like, you know, you're young in your 20s, enjoy your 20s as much as possible, travel, because, you know, the rest of your life, you know, it's a chance you might be tied down, you know, with career, with kids, Etc. Right, but then I feel like the flip of that, and not to say there is no like, there's no room for both. But when you talk in terms of like building wealth, when you read books and when you talk to people um, about how to you know secure money for the future, secure wealth, a lot of them will say you know twenties. Almost you get the feeling like the opposite. You know, like you, they talk about how important it is to invest because you know time is your greatest asset. Um, and, you know, your 20s, obviously, being in the present, that's going to mean the most from, you know, this moment to the end of your life, right? Because, you know, the key to investing is time, right? And when I say investing, not even just, like, specifically anything like investing in stocks, investing in real estate, but just in investing in general in anything you do. Like, they say 20s, that's when you want to kind of, like, you know, take your risk. That's when you want to, like, build your empire up, right? They say if, if you... uh if you have to go broke, it's best to go broke when you're young. You know, it's best to do it now because you can make up for it later, right? If you yeah. want to build an empire, you want to, like, you know, at least take the preliminary starts or preliminary, um, you know, steps right now. You know, if you want to plant a seed and watch it grow, you got to plant it now. And sometimes that can conflict with, you know, the having fun in your 20s. So, you know, maybe maybe something around that. Maybe people that are, are well-versed. And you know, fun and, and money. You know, talk about the relationship between that because that's something that, like you said, is very relevant as Black people. You know, a lot of us come come from like poverty and stuff. And we want to like break out of that, and we also want to leave our mark. So, how do we enjoy life? But how do we get money? This is important. You know. Yeah, that was good for sure. Two good bread episodes, possibly on the way. Look at that. Uh, I want to thank y'all both for being on this podcast. This is definitely not going to be the last time you're going to be on this podcast. Y'all probably might be on those bread episodes. You feel me? I just want to thank y'all for coming. Give me the handshakes. Feel what I'm saying? 
feel what I'm saying? Do y'all have last things to say before we hop off? No. <laughs> no, it, it looked at Noah in the eyes and said no with a straight face. Hey, all right, shit. Well, Trey, hey, outro then. Uh, oh. Appreciate you having me, big dog. There it is. Bet. Appreciate y'all both. End of this bread episode. Love y'all. See y'all next week. Peace.